Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, with 20 years experience on my back climbing the corporate ladder. And I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom to help you achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode number one of Innovation Made Easy podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about um, why you shouldn't quit your job or why you shouldn't quit your job before you listen to what I would like to share with you. And I'm going to split this into two parts. So one you're going to hear today and the next one will be coming out next week. So it's episode number two. And when I recorded, um, I was quite introspective. So you will notice that my voice is quite um, deep and I'm talking very slowly. Um, but it is because I'm really talking about something that is very close to my heart and something that I really lived um, through my experience. So this is why uh, you will be maybe a bit surprised by, by the tone of voice, but I'm hoping that it will be insightful and useful. So I'm going to be splitting the episode, as I said, in two parts. The first part will be about looking at um, what the company can do to help you be more motivated at work and the second part next week episode number two will be instead talking about what you individually can do um, to stay motivated and, and excited every day you go to work so i hope you enjoy it let's dive right into it today i want to talk about being motivated at work. I've been in a corporate world and a corporate job for 20 years. And I've been myself going up and down in terms of motivation. Days and months of really being happy and excited to go to work alternated periods in which oh my god getting out of bed on a Monday morning and off to work really was heavy for me and also sometimes when I was having those motivation down times I was impressed looking at other people and seeing how they would be excited and motivated and I felt like why are they motivated about this thing that doesn't make any sense or doesn't bring anything? And I was always seeing the company and the surrounding and the environment responsible for my happiness. I left the first employer that I had for 11 years driven by partially by lack of motivation motivation lack of belief that there was a future and the reality is that maybe if i had known what i know today i wonder if i if i would have left the job i moved into another company and with and i had full hopes of 
that job being better and the company being able to fill those needs and those gaps that I felt the other company had, the previous company. But it didn't take a long time to understand that I wasn't going to fill those gaps, that I ended up in some, some in a place that was worse than the company I had left. And that the job was probably also not as senior as I thought it was. And yeah, with all the consequences of also, also having to move country and bring my husband with me. So a lot of complications. And so I started looking again for something else. I said, okay, no, this is, this is, is not it either. So let's continue looking and move jobs and jobs. I, luckily, I, I wasn't really, I've never been really a job hopper, but, but I did um, end up getting to know three, nearly four um, companies, I would say, with very different styles, different, very different managements, with a lot of benefits, a lot of advantages of how they think and how they act and how they invest in people and how they let you grow and they'll give you space to produce and develop things, but also with their limitations. Nobody's perfect and that's okay. And so, so I started looking into, into the, all this dynamic of being happy and unhappy at work and, and feeling that there are so many people that, that need to understand, need to see it, their thought through a different lens. And luckily today I'm in a very different place. I have developed a really strong awareness of my thoughts. They are not perfect, but I, at least I can pay attention to them and try to understand. So, so I did some research and, and it turns out that, that of course there is, there is two sides of the medal in terms of keeping people motivated at work. There is an internal piece which is what we can do about it and I'm going to get to that in a second but first I wanted to start with what the company can do to help you be motivated at work and it turns out that there is three major needs psychological needs that are required for people to be motivated and that thousands and thousands of studies have proven that when those psychological needs are not present, that results in low motivation. So those three psychological needs are autonomy, connection, and competence. And let me go through them one by one. So autonomy, it's really about how much you are enjoying independence, how much your line manager and the management is trusting you in doing your job properly. And one of the elements that I noticed myself in my career that could 
result in, in, in the sense of autonomy is if I was in charge of drafting my yearly or mid-year you know, mid objectives. So there is really these two different um, philosophies in companies and corporations. There is those managers that they will get their, their objective cascaded from their managers and they give them further down to their people. Um, there is the other extreme, which is your line manager completely gives you carte blanche and tells you, okay, you know what you need to do, you know what, what the direction of traveling, just draft your objectives and then we can discuss them. And then there is the hybrid, which is about the manager give you a direction of these are the objectives that the company or the division has and therefore how do you adapt your personal objective to contribute to the bigger objective of the division of the company the region whatever it is so that is how you'd identify and define the level of autonomy that a company gives you The second psychological need connected to um, and correlated with motivation is connection. And there is two major meanings under connection that we can understand. So the first one is, is really how much you feel a sense of belonging towards the company. Um, and I love how Brene Brown distinguished between fitting and belonging belonging where you really feel that you find like-minded people that you need you don't need to pretend versus fitting in uh, where you are not necessarily feeling at your best but you're trying still to please people and pretend to be somebody wearing masks and, and not be the authentic you uh, for the sake of, of feeling a sense of being part of something. So clearly being connected to the company, connected to the values, connected to the purpose of the company uh, is a strong um, indicator of how motivated and engaged you will be at work. So this often is reflected also how much you are hanging out with your colleagues after work, <clears throat> how much you are having your best friend at work. I remember sometimes some poll survey uh, would ask me if I had a, a best friend in my in my company in the company, and, and those were really, really trying to read and understand how my level of connection was um, uh, with the company. <clears throat> but there is another dimension which I also find extremely interesting, which is how much you are feeling that your objectives are consequential. So there is a connection between what your daily job is and the results of the company. So how you invest in your day, is that something that, you know, just ends up, you know, in a drawer because it's just, uh, you know, you spend a week or 10 days or two, a month pre preparing a presentation that after being presented to your vice president or president, you know, there is no real consequence to that work. And I feel, I'm telling this story because this is really something that I really felt frustrated throughout my career. 
uh, particularly in, in the first years of my career in which I had to prepare this huge presentation and and of course there is a value in thinking and processing and be able to tell the story because of course you are challenging yourself and you're making sure that we're the story you're telling makes sense um, but it's still a lot of work to, to put together a beautiful deck of PowerPoint that in a lot of cases um, wouldn't really have um, a life after that so so consequential you know how do you is your work uh, clearly connected to a bigger picture are you understanding how your role is impacting the overall business results the overall growth how much your customers are benefiting of your work so really um, a clear connection to between your job and, and you know and what happens then with your customers with your clients with your vendors whatever it is this brings us to the third um, psychological need that is strictly correlated with motivation and engagement and this one is competence and also this one has actually two dimensions to it which I think is very fascinating the first one is how much are you skilled to do your job properly how much do you feel that you have the knowledge and competencies and the experience to perform your job in, at your best um, your best and um, and I think it's really about not feeling you know, if you if you have been put in a position that is too big for you if you're doing something that is um, not your comfort zone if you're you know for example if you're something that is someone that is not necessarily has a high attention to detail and your job requires a huge attention to detail you're gonna be struggling with that um, or if you are not comfortable in writing and your job needs a lot of writing that also uh, really creates a mismatch between the way you feel about your competence and, and how, how, how well um, you can perform your job because the job requires that skill so that's something interesting that um, that I think we underestimate. I hate to hear when some people comment about others saying, oh, that person is not very good, or this person is very good. Everybody is good at something. It's not, there's no, not an absolute goodness about people. Um, it's just that some people are not put in a, in a position or in a condition to perform their best. Um, and I think we are underestimated as managers and as organization to really understand the skill set and, and where the person is comfortable uh, and when we put them in positions of give them tasks. Um, so, so there is definitely some um, analysis and self-criticism we can do about understanding what is this person good at, what is this sweet spot and how can I make sure that I leverage that sweet spot to really shine. Um, so that it can contribute in its role into the company. The, uh, the second dimension uh, related to competence is actually um, really related to how much are you growing. And of course, this is ear music to my ears because I'm big passionate about um, never standing still and really always making sure that, that you're on a path uh, of growth. And so, so this competence aspect, so this growth aspect of the competence and the psychological need is really about how much you are feeling you're stagnating in your role, how much instead 
you are put in a, in a condition and in a position to stretch yourself and to be uncomfortably lost, to learn something new, to learn your skill, um, to be in a year's time in a different place from where you were today. And it can be hard skill, soft skill, whatever it is. And don't just look at external trainings because, um, you know, if you know me very well, you know that I'm um, a bit critical to external trainings because it's so difficult then to apply them to your own case. So depending on what, what type of external training, if there is follow-up, if there is accountability, if there is progression, yes. If it is just something where you go three days and you come back and um, and then you're expected to be a different person, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and so, so for me, the competence is really um, a conversation with your boss, it's called personal development or development scheme or development plan um, and I think sometimes we just do it to check the box versus really having uh, an open conversation around what are the skills that I want to develop today uh, this year this month uh, this quarter and and how do I how do I do that um, this is really something I'm big passionate about which is about um, change is hard change doesn't happen by itself your brain is refusing change so if you want to achieve change and development you have to be intentional and uh, committed and plan for it so so this is not something that happens overnight so if you really if you really want if we really want to make sure that we are tackling this psychological need of the employees and help them develop new competencies we have to be aware that it is not going to be a walk in the park that it is going to be hard so those are the three um, major psychological needs that studies uh, from different universities have proven being the most important um, ones correlated to um, satisfaction and engagement at work and how happy you are and I think it's really interesting to start looking at them individually and do yourself an exercise of understanding where are you with that? How much do you, how much autonomy do you think you have or how much autonomy are you giving to your teams? How much are you feeling connected and how much is your job connected to the results? And how much are we explaining to our people, if you're a people manager, um, how their role, how their job is connected to the bigger picture? Um, and how much do you feel they, they feel a sense of belonging um, to the company, how much they are, you know, they are really um, actively also participating in things happening in the organization. And I think it also really boils down to the values and how the values I live are lived in the company and how much you're doing that with your team. So definitely something uh, you can embrace yourself without having to wait for um, NHR uh, support or, or that the company from head up um, drives it. And, and finally, competence. A competence about um, how much people have, do you have the skills to perform well in your job and how much are you growing into your role? How much are you learning things and have a growth plan? And how much are you helping your people, your teams to um, be skilled at what they need to be doing and also how much are they growing so I hope this was inspiring and in the second part of this um, series I will be talking instead of what you can do 
um, as a person internally working with your own brain how you can learn yourself the skill of being passionate hey do you want to succeed at work while living your best life great then come over to my website chiaracovone.com as in c-h-i-a-r-a-c-o-v-o-n-e and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource it will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only thank you for tuning in and i will be talking to you next week Thank you.